not all things Kardashian. My name's Marcy Jaro. I'm Jessica Jardin. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I've had a busy couple days. Um, is it because you went to the Dadgum <laughs> Emmys? <laughs> yes, it was really fun. Uh, I got to go to the Creative Arts Emmys. Um, which is different than the Emmys. Emmys, not lesser than, just different. Um, my husband was nominated. It was really <gasps> fun. Ooh. Um, and I got to get dressed up, and it was like, as I mean, nothing is more fun. I get the cush position of just like cruising to stuff like that, and yeah. drink, drinking champagne and like floating around, and nobody's there to talk to me. I have no professional obligations, and I did rent the runway, and I got some dresses that I <gasps> loved, and I'm yes. the biggest obsessive with rent the runway. I've been pushing it on everybody, um, and it was funny because I was like, truly was like, I don't know how dressy this is. Like I know the Emmys are so dressy, but it's like it's the middle of the afternoon, it's a Sunday, and I I felt very very dressed up. And I got there and I was like, oh shit, there's a lot more runway. Like people I, got so I think fancy. A really good rule of thumb for Los Angeles, New York, or any like events. It's always, you can never be too dressed up. It was so if you fun. are, you just look cool. It's like, just the women who were more dressed up. It's just, yeah, you look like more yeah. attention getting and gorgeous. You and can like, never be too dressed up. Uh, and I like didn't know in terms of like hosts and stuff like that. And it airs on FXX, I think in a week or something. But um, there was like celebs and the Queer Eye guys, the Fab Five were uh, there. We Van love Ness them. Vanessa was cruising around in like the most insane, unbelievable outfit. Jonathan Vanessa was wearing like a, a sheer... sheer dress at the top that like the waist was like embroidered or it was like some bejeweled. geometric pattern huge huge platform beautiful. heels um yeah he was cruising around with our friend aaron gibson and it took every ounce of strength to not be like let me meet jonathan you should have he would have been a dream he's he so lovely um i do have like one little issue with him wearing heels all the time mm -hmm. if you don't have to don't wear heels <laughs> i mean it looks cool and i it love the gender cool. bend of it um yeah. but if you don't have to wear heels you shouldn't they're bad it's for oppressive. you it's very oppressive they're bad for your bones it's a crazy societal norm that yes, we've created and they're it's not good for us it is really intense to see people that dressed up and everybody looks so good but it is really crazy to see like yeah. tuxes are very uncomfortable um but every woman just like to see in 2018 just every woman sausaged in and tightens it because also yeah. i was talking about it to tim it's like only in la i feel like at an award show like that you really see like these women in their like 40s and 50s that are in the most unfathomable shape yes they have the bodies of 19 year olds they look insane because they are putting a lot of work into yeah. it like it was really insane to me how like many gorgeous gorgeous older women in like just dripping in jewels and fancy fancy clothes and i was like this is a really interesting world but it was so fun um i yeah i would just like got to watch the show and hang out and there's like a big party afterwards with a spinning stage in the middle and they did motown music and i yeah i like ate a bunch of food and floated around and like that it was sounds it was just fun it was like a fun silly thing that um, sounds like something i'm so pleased to hear about and not yeah. yet in a place in my life that i would want to experience it <laughs> you wouldn't want to go i not right now i don't know why like i yeah. am in the biggest homebody phase i get because it because i work 60 hours a week or yeah. more yeah sometimes 80 so Ugh. i'm just like not into anything besides literally watching reality television 
But I think that that's exactly how you're supposed to do it. It really was weird. It was like a very fun thing to get that dressed up. But it was um, there was another we had a birthday party on Saturday that was also dressy. And we never have like stuff like that. That's like not really our life to have like two nights back to back. And I was like, it was the first time I was like feeling for celebrities who do that a lot. Yes. I was like, this is especially for women. It's exhausting. Yes. It's like the it's amount of work, the amount that goes into just looking good in that. And, you know, everyone's going to bring it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I just got who, to like ogle pretty dresses. Who were the coolest celebs? So you saw the Queer Eye guys. I saw the Queer Eye guys. I was very excited, especially because Queer Eye won and everybody was like screaming. Everybody was really excited. Um, RuPaul was there. Oh my God. And um, that was a big thrill in this beautiful, beautiful, like bubblegum pink <gasps> suit. This like I have photos. Ooh. I'll show you. Um gorgeous gorgeous suit uh lisa kudrow apatow tim gunn and heidi and you saw the egot winner oh my god christy and john thank you for reminding me yes they were in the front row and it was real oh jane lynch kind of hosted she it was like kind of hosting That's like so cool up. jess it was fun i mean your I, husband's cool i yeah i'm not i didn't do anything i'm just i'm just floating along yeah but um, it was great that's fun it was great how about you uh let's see i don't i was just like what's my news i do have like a very small meth roommate update mm. one she has not paid us about nine hundred dollars oh yeah not probably me. not yeah because when i was like you should move out my roommate vin motor back her money for that week which oh, would have yeah. been 10 days early so that makes sense but then she never left and then she never venmoed back and she didn't pay her last week because she lied and said i didn't know this till this weekend because my roommate was maybe trying not to rile me mm. but she said I made her so uncomfortable and that I stole items out of her room. So <gasps> she had to stay in a hotel, which is inaccurate. She was, she only left our ho house two days ahead of schedule. Did she say, did she just say items? Or? She said items. And then my roommate asked her what items. And then she promptly blocked her. <gasps> what? Blocked her? Yeah. So needless to say, I'm feeling better and better <laughs> about my assessment of the situation. I was like, I, I stole items from her bedroom like I would ever like i would ever like that's also there's something just very funny and specific to me about not having the like the balls to say like and she stole my shit like what what is what items what items what items is the weirdest word and then to be asked a normal follow-up and then question. to block someone on venmo oh is that where it was and over the phone <laughs> Walked <laughs> on Venmo because she did not want Kate requesting money from her because <gasps> she owed her two weeks rent and then we had to get the lock change and then we and then I told you we had to get a plumber right because she flushed yeah. a bunch of she flushed a bunch of paper towels oh I didn't know I knew the plumber was coming but I didn't I know had to get a plumber because the bitch flushed a bunch of paper towels down in her bathroom on purpose on maybe on accident i don't know how you could uh no that's her fuck if because yes. with the heater thing they too she was doing on. yeah oh my god marcy <laughs> i didn't know you could block people on venmo that's funny that idea of like yeah you just don't want to get requested yeah, you're money not getting my money so but my roommate did not tell me until sunday because i think she that's was just sweet. like we talked over the phone and she was like because she said she said you stole from her i was like what tell me everything because like well you guys don't know me but like truly i think i might be the least likely person to steal it is the furthest possible thing i could imagine i i got i was awarded the honesty and integrity scholarship by the masonic lodge <laughs> oh 
mercy. in my hometown when I was a junior in high school. She ain't stealing <laughs> items, folks. The items stay put. Yeah. You can trust me. <laughs> You can trust me. Oh my God, Marcy. What uh, an update. Uh, so that's the only other, other than my new subletter is a very nice person. Good. She has a dog. Oh, which I forgot. Is not I, which it wasn't, I didn't seem ideal, but also the dog is adorable. Yeah. It sounded really adorable. He's so cute. He's like, what's his name? Uh, his name is Teddy and he's part Corgi and Pekingese. Oh, that's right. Because so I basically looks I l- like a little tiny, like you shrunk down a golden retriever. I need you to show me photos. He's so cute. Well, I have lots of videos of he and Bo meeting my cat. <gasps> so they're not like cuddling, but they mostly just keep a safe distance and stare and get too, both get too excited about each other. That's great. It's that's like the best you cute. could ask for. Yeah. That that's not like antagonistic or anything. Yeah, but they like, like the dog won't look at Bo because he's worried about him. And Bo, if the dog gets close, Bo jumps up high. So, but it's cute. Um. Oh, quick thing I wanted to tell you. Tell me. My coworker threw a roundabout thing. She didn't buy it, but she got sent to her uh, the Kamoji Cherry <gasps> perfume. Ooh, did and you so smell it? And so she had it sent to the office and she did a very cute thing. She knows, obviously. And she was like, when it comes, I'm going to uh, let you unbox it. <gasps> and so it, I will I'll, we'll share photos because okay. um, I took a whole bunch of photos <gasps> of the process. Cute. And so in it, uh, the packaging is truly awesome. But you heard it here first. No surprise. It smells like fucking shit. It is so <laughs> nasty. I was screaming. It was so disgusting. I couldn't believe it. I was like, it, it smelled like, um, it smelled like the worst possible, like, uh, bed, what, you know, Bath and Body Works. It was like, oh, yes, really, like just the fruitiest fruit. I'm also, I'm also, I should preface, and especially for people who love Bath and Body Works, I'm very sensitive to yes. most, most perfume. I hate almost all perfume. So I was probably going to hate it no matter what, but it especially sweet sweet stuff like really mm-hmm. sweet sugary um perfume is like very not my jam um but everybody unanimously i had to apologize because it lingered for so long and we'd spritzed it by the desks and people were like what is this smell it's so bad guys so oh, i'm sorry if anyone if anyone is using it and loves it please tell me and i don't mean to be rude i just realized like this is not for me that kind of circles around today uh kim was launching what is it the peach no the the cherry blossom right oh yes yes yes, yes. so with she, those weird photos she, so these weird photos of her with the cherry blossom dreams and I sent it to you and Trisha and I was like, this is such a weirdly modest photo of her. Yeah. I mean, granted, she's wearing a sheer bikini top and a thong. Yeah. Uh, but still, it looks like it doesn't look like her at all. It's so bizarre. It's really bizarre. Um, Who has she become? I mean, what have you done to our Kim? She's long gone. Um, well, I mean, should we this get is how she's always been, right? Yeah, yeah we just were blinded. So where do you <laughs> want to go first? Let's. Oh, I thought the, uh, this Tiger story was really fascinating. Yeah, that's some old news because we had off for Labor Day. Can you believe we took oh, off? Oh, yeah, we had to take off. We had to. So Tyga. <laughs> I'm so curious what you think of this. Okay, so. I'm- Tyga was on Nicki Minaj on her Queen Radio Thursday, uh, August 30th. And he was basically saying uh, that, like, obviously Kylie was always destined to be who she is, but that he stepped in and, quote, there was a lot of codes being taught. It was like, you could do this. You should start this. You should start doing your hair like this. Tyga 28. 
um remember he dated her when she was a, a child yes. uh you should adapt because <laughs> you need black people to f with you you need culture so yeah i mean because there's a so lot i of, guess if you are upset with anyone for the cultural appropriation you should be upset with tyga for making kylie do it he sold he sold everyone out yeah i mean this was really fascinating to me because i it's there's a lot of layers because i don't like a man trying to steal and trying to attribute any of her success to him i think he's truly a pedophile for Uh, sure i mean it literally says the rapper and Jenner 21 who started dating in 2014. It doesn't take a genius to do that math. Oh, we all, it has been all, it's been basically confirmed and that they just had to wait, but it's like, but there is this layer two that, that is, that does make sense. You know, the yeah, idea that a boyfriend of boyfriend like, would influence and that the, and to the, and that the appropriation angle, you know, the idea of like, and I think that is largely what he's more trying to say here, but, but I do think it's like, that's not the way to go about it. I and also think he's in incur- like The reason why I don't believe him yeah. is because why would you take credit for the thing she's most hated for? Yeah, that's true. It's because he's so, he is so out of touch with like women of color that yeah. he can't even see that like you should not be taking credit for a teenager yeah. trying to appropriate another culture and maybe, maybe it was you. Maybe you did influence her. But, and he also says, oh, I don't need to go online and tell people I did this and I'm the one helping her coming up. You just With all did. these colors and <laughs> names of her lip line. It was a lot of stuff. It's like, that's what this is, you yeah. fool. Also, trust me, like half, half of his listeners would not know who he is without Kylie. Did you see we got an email about this this week? No. Oh, no. Sorry. It was different. Forget oh. it. I'll circle back to it later. Um, yeah. Right. I mean, am I crazy? No, I think you're 100 percent right. And that's what a lot of the commenters were um, were saying that it was like, what that's- are you talking about? You wouldn't you were like not a famous enough person. She is, was always wildly more famous than you. Like Maybe some amount like he, I'm not saying all of his success. I'm not saying that. But I am saying that like he's crazy if he thinks he did more for her than she did for him. Also, I'm not a celebrity, but here is a thing I would say. It is a bad look to be squawking about your ex. Yes. In press. It is so and I get it because everybody asks these people. It's like Lamar and like I get it. Like they are forever connected to this family and it's what people want to ask them about. But like it is so crazy to me that none of them have good enough handlers to be like it's a bad look. Just be polite and wish her well and wish her success. Yes. But Jess, he has nothing to talk about without talking about her. And that is like and she moved on. And we're talking about him now. She moved on so hard. Yeah. She like moved on insanely hard. Yeah. It's just so crazy. It's just like he's a dipshit. He, he sucks. I'm glad he's gone. Um, so let's see. Oh, I'll go ahead and jump to this Brandon. Brandon oh, yeah. Jenner and wife Leah split after 14 so years sad. together. Now, I know they're not really Kardashians, but they've appeared on the show no, a lot, you guys. And they're important. I think. Leah seems like one of the sweetest little people in the world and they were struggling musicians. Oh my God, that's right. I forgot they were musicians. Oh man. Um, Yeah, I I don't remember tons about their storylines, but they always struck me as like, 
even though they are both like wildly good looking and they are as privileged as the rest of the family, they felt like normal people. Yeah, you well, know, not normal, but more. I think next to the the regular Kardashian. Do you know family. what they remind me of? Hmm. Have you? Did you see Ingrid Goes West? Yes. Do you know the couple that yes. Ingrid is trying to like mm-hmm. latch on to? Goldie Hawn's um, son, the yeah. actor Wyatt. And I, oh, I'm blanking on Elizabeth Elizabeth Olsen. Olsen. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they are that couple. That right? is so hundred. Like just trying to be yes. so nice and so perfect and quirky, <laughs> yes. and cute, but truly unoffensive, inoffensive in any way. Yep, just nice, nice, so, nice, nice. Yeah, there. You know, no. They said there's been no lying. It's a very upbeat breakup. It even ends with an exclamation mark. Just an expansion of our individual evolution. It's a real, um, that's like, I was so struck by the tone of that. It was Good like, for them. It's like, hey guys. Like the tone is like, we love you know each other. They obsess. Every celebrity obsesses over these like divorce announcements and the tones yes. and the wording and everything. Um, and so that one I was like, oh, this is really specific. It's yes. like, hey guys, just a little update. Hey, <laughs> moving on with our lives. I was like, okay, you guys feel good. So. We got our old pal Jamila Jamil. This, 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 this. Star of NBC's The Good Place. She was a former DJ in the UK. So basically, uh, the title is that Jamila is blaming the Kardashians for ruining the world. She's done this multiple times, right? Yeah, Yeah, this is, we've talked to her about her, and I, I, that's how I'm interested to talk about this. I went off about her because when she first started on it, yes. I was like, but stay I, in your lane. And I, I, I think, yeah, the tides have turned for me and how I feel about her. I know. So I watched uh, a good portion of this uh, interview that she did on, on ways to change the world. And she was talking specifically about an Instagram post that she saw where each of the Kardashian sisters, uh, not they did not post it, someone else posted it, of them with each of their weight. Mm. And she was just like, and also Kim has obsessively yeah. talked about her weight. Yes. And like I weigh 119 or whatever it is. Yeah. And Jamila was saying that like, this is such a dangerous way for women to view themselves. Yeah. Like, and she started a campaign, the I weigh campaign, like I weigh, um, uh, a school, a tuition or like, mm. or like all the, not tuition, but like, um, a satisfying career and a happy family and blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. Um, now I will say that Jamila Jamil, um, is a little insufferable. I only think because she's like, I had a very hard upbringing. I went to boarding school and I really suffered there. And it's like, Oh, I just, but, but she also has so much, she's so thoughtful and smart that like, just because she's had a, like, she literally like, like, where was she at a bar? And someone was like, you're so beautiful. You should be a presenter. And she became like a host in the UK. And then she moved to like, she, after years of being too famous for nothing, she said, I did nothing. I have no talent. So then she moved to LA and like was running out of money and then like went on a comedy audition that she didn't even like, didn't even want to be an actor. She wanted to be a writer. And then boopsie doopsie got (laughs) the good place. So like, it's like her life is so charmed that it's like, but she makes some really good points about like how women are viewed and how like this family kind of does really put the price tag on the outside and vanity and stuff. And like, 
They really like right now, especially more than all, ever. They're so shallow. I guess it's because they're clinging on to their last. Like, yeah, and I think breaths they, of like youth or whatever. And also, it's about they are they are reactionary, so they're reacting to what they get responses from. I mean, and Kim it's like, has been reeling from the cottage cheese butt pick. Yes, I mean like, that's like, and that's why like I I thought about it a lot because I I didn't get to listen to this interview, but like I really fucking went off on Jamila and really was just like. Hey, why are you building your platform off of this other family? And like, and, and largely my, by the way, I'm with you. I like do agree with her and I, I am a changed woman and I, we've all acknowledged I went crazy with the lollipops, the flat tummy lollipop. We were, we all, we were, uh, what is it? Glamored. We had been glamored. glamored. I was overworked. (laughs) I was having a time, but I think largely my issue with Jamila is that I don't hear a lot of self-awareness in terms of like her own like to me the idea of like yeah like her her life and how she has benefited as being like an insanely classically beautiful natural gorgeous beautiful woman but however in the interview I learned that uh, at the age of 17 or 18 she was horseback riding also must be rich uh, (laughs) and she broke her back uh, and through breaking her back, um, she had an eating disorder before and gained a lot of weight. Yeah. And her broken back and like just even surviving helped cured her of her eating disorder. Yeah. And she was like, I think it kind of saved me mm. because in like she was like started appreciating her body a little more. So it's just like also like it's very hard when a very, very beautiful woman attacks another woman for being vain. But it's like, yeah, apples to oranges, I guess. I think I it's know. just sometimes my general philosophy is that it tends to be a lot of the time that women with huge natural breasts love to talk shit about boob jobs and women with gorgeous perfect skin want to talk shit on Botox and that's where I get like heated about it is that I'm like hey man it you got to acknowledge that you the way the lottery worked out for you and also your point stands and it is a bummer that we societally like want that and we chase it and we crave it but it's like I don't think you get to stand there and look like Jamila and not be like and also obviously my life is insane because of this this face and this body I tell you what I whenever people started getting eyelash extensions I was like come on it's all (laughs) I've got (laughs) you do all I've got is naturally long eyelashes I have nothing else you bitches are getting fake fuck off <laughs> you do a beautiful lashes no i i i appreciate that her voice i appreciate her point i think she i find her just a bit insufferable in tone um but hey that's sh- yeah we're getting sound bites so yeah. it's hard all it's, right you're gonna dig in deep something that i'm i'm gonna try so into i'm gonna try so um guys i'm gonna preface this with that i could sound like a big dummy but i'm gonna try so there was there's there was a lot of feuds going on recently, particularly between Drake and Pusha T, um, because on Pusha T's album, which Kanye produced um, there, there he basically outed Drake for having a secret uh, child, a yes. son with a, a porn star. I believe she's a French porn star or like sec, like a sexy model or something. Um and I get and basically then when Drake's album came out, he confirmed it. Yeah. And so that was true. But it was sort of seen as this like crazy low blow, like in terms of, uh, I think, feuding and back and forth. Right. It was like a, a new kind of level of like, holy shit. You're not supposed to go there. Yeah. Kind of thing. And like outing someone's secret child is like pretty wild. And so obviously and then that circled back to Kanye because 
it sounds like there was some other stuff before that with which when I get to his apologies, we'll explain it. But then there was a second layer recently where in the whole like uh, in your feelings Kiki song, people started to piece together that because then Nick Cannon went on a radio show and basically hinted that Kim and Drake had had sex, that she had had an affair with Drake. And so then Kim had to like squash that and was like tweeted something or commented on something like did not happen. And everybody had to come out and like squash it. Cause they do legitimately live pretty close together. Yeah. Like people were piecing it together and it was like kind of one of those things that it did really weirdly add up if yes. you wanted to see it. But so all of that was going on. And then Kanye went on like a Twitter apology rant. Um, and he said, uh, he's let me start at the beginning. <laughs> he said, sending good energy and love to Drake and family and crew. Um, he posted a pic of the concert picture, a concert set, which looks fucking awesome. It's like a huge scorpion. Of Drake's. Yeah. yeah. Drake's concert. I haven't seen the show in person, but the images look incredible online. I understand where the confusion started. Let me start by apologizing for stepping on your release date in the first place. We were building a bond and working on music together, including squashing the issues with uh, Cuddy, as in Kid Cuddy, at our office. When I put the dates up, I was a bit ramped up doing 25 tweets a day. TMZ happened shortly after. This part made me laugh. I have to hop on a plane now. We'll type more when I land. <laughs> <laughs> made me laugh. And then... Uh, and then he goes on this is all jedi level shit i will be coming to your show within the next seven days to give love and be inspired by the art you've created i understand pushes issues as a man if someone mentions your fiance oh so drake must have meant i forgot that part i don't remember how he mentioned pushes fiance mm -hmm. men go mask off i've done the same myself at times i love you and i love push it and we all have admiration for each other's crafts i did not have any conversations about your child oh because that became part of it yes. was that like did did kanye yeah. tell push that and that's how it ended up I don't play with the idea of people's children after I spoke to Wiz, as in Wiz Khalifa, a few years earlier, referencing Amber Rose and the child yes. they have together. I never listened to either diss track that followed, but I did hear quotes from both songs after they were released. Since we were building as friends and brothers, I should have spoken to Pusha about the Quentin Miller bar. This is a, I'm not going to be able to explain that part. There's like a, it must a, be the part that it's talks a feeling, about it. Yeah. It's, yeah. Or there's like a thing where it sounded like he stole a beat. Um, ah. There should have been no songs with my involvement that had any negative energy towards you. Plain taxi yeah. for takeoff because we spoke about doing lift yourself together. I should have given you the opportunity to do this together before I released it. So that's like basically Kanye. It's a very sincere. Um, it's like a very sincere Kanye apology. Kanye has become Donald Trumpian in that he takes to Twitter for all things now. He really also, does. he's back on Instagram. Oh, he is? He's back on the gram. Ah. Just posting terrible drawings of meetings that he's having. <laughs> of just the people at, like, cartoon figures, like, stick figures of people who are there. Ah. But good for Kanye to address it and to diffuse it 100% so that, like, he kind of took all the power out of the the rumor that yeah. Kim had an affair because even if you know what even if kim did kanye's not trying to play that game he's in it for the long haul yeah there's actually a great quote that i really liked where um somebody asked kanye um about the rumor uh and got his answer i was like that's how you shut it down so he was being interviewed and um 
and then they asked him if he told Pusha T about Drake's secret child and he told the radio station don't pull me into this conversation I'm yay I got major things to do other than be telling him some information about Drake I honestly don't care that much in all honesty when we talk about the Drake thing it hits me in a really sensitive place because you hang around people and they come to your house and be around your family and this and that so it sounded like they uh, they worked it out. Also, a few weeks ago, I said on the podcast, like I had some inside intel. Yeah. That like Drake not only did Kanye step on his toes with releasing an album when Drake was releasing an album. Yeah. But also he, Drake was in Jackson Hole. Yes. With him for like a week making music. And then it never saw the light of day. Right. And if you're, I think he's not saying that because he doesn't want like because he probably isn't sure what he's going to do with it. Yeah. Also, I was just did you read that dumb article? Not dumb. That fascinating article today about Paul McCartney talking about how he and the Beatles would sit around that one time they were sitting around in a circle with the lights off and someone started jerking off so they all started jerking off. I saw people read like I saw getting posted and was like my brain couldn't process. It was like wait why is Paul McCartney telling the story but nevertheless go look it up further but he (laughs) talked in an article about how he and Kanye collaborated and how bizarre it was to him and how Kanye works is like truly unlike anyone he's ever worked with wow. and that like he worked on a song for days and then never heard anything and then months later like heard a track and didn't know who all the vocals were and then he's like it took me d- like days to realize it was me <gasps> he had like and then he's like and it was really cool and i'm very honored to be included in in their work that they think i'm like up to their um uh you know standards yeah. or whatever and so like he was like it was an interesting experience but yeah, so, if you're blown so Paul maybe, McCartney's mind, you must have so like my point being is that like maybe Kanye will still do something with Drake right. and so he's just like, No, 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 I'm not trying right. and Drake is like, You didn't use all my well, songs. Well, because if you're Drake and you are making like all of the music yeah. and you're the most you're like pretty much the biggest pop star and on the planet like, and I'm your time so busy imagine your time yes. and like w- how you spend it and the idea of somebody just like taking your time in that way, if you are that guy, I yeah. bet is like enraging you're making like you're making you're making five million dollars a day if you're working kanye seem like he's treating treating drake like a feature exactly and i'm sure drake is like we are equals you know yeah but i i i hope that one day that music will see the light of day people would lose their fucking minds that like i want to hear that i want to hear that ASAP. All right. um, so thank you everyone for bearing with me while I tried. I so you did a really great it was recap. Very, it was a lot I of layers. It way better than I ever did. Good. So, um, so we are talking Kim Kardashian is working with the president to free another convicted felon. So Kim's back to the White House. I honestly like, you know, I feel that good for her for doing this because I know that doesn't help her brand. Yeah. And she really does. Um, I know that Kanye hinted that Kim is going to law school right now. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes, he hinted that she's like literally becoming a lawyer. Whether or not she is, she I don't know that. how someone with a GED becomes a lawyer that fast. She said that on an episode recently that like she has like the brain of a lawyer, that she would be a great lawyer. I mean, I think she probably would be a great yeah. lawyer. Yeah. Um, she's devious as all get out. Yeah. Um, and she keep, remember, she's, she'll do. Yeah. Just the picture of her at the White House this week with Ivanka and that <laughs> weird that room pastel colored suit everybody looks so stupid it looks very bad um so but so she after helping getting get alice johnson released from prison who was 
basically, uh, like I listened to this podcast called Wrongful Conviction with Jason Flom. Uh, it's a really interesting podcast, and they talk a lot about nonviolent drug offenses and how these people are just thrown away. They're thrown into this, you know, prison system that, and the, like for so long. So this woman literally like not only did she not sell drugs she never touched drugs she just was the person who would answer the phone that's right to tell them like oh this person like she didn't know who she was speaking with so that's alice johnson was released from jail but now um i think she's also working with the innocence project kim mm. kardashian and she's trying now she's working on chris young is the new case she's working on uh and that she you know is working hand in hand with jared kushner and uh ivanka trump so it is always a bummer to see her in a photo op with the trumps because like i mean i'm not a fan also right now i am listening um oh i'm gonna do a little shout out I'm not reading a book. I don't have the time or the <laughs> brain. I'm too stupid. No, I never read. Uh, I'm but dumb. I'm. I just started Bob Woodward's book, oh, Fear Trump in the White House. I was watching him get interviewed all week. Uh, so Bob Woodward is the person who basically broke um, the deep throat story about Nixon. Yeah, uh, and what he calls his. Um, I'm saying um so much, you guys. It's okay. I work really long hours. It's okay. He so deep throat uh, was his informant, and he calls him deep uh, deep cover. Uh-huh. Um, so anyway, he has all these informants in the White House that he will not reveal their sources, and right. he like is very. Like, he started the not revealing the sources st- stuff, even like essentially. Yeah. So like he he's done books. Uh, on Nixon, on every president since. So he's done like 14 books and his newest one is about Trump. And it is, even just in the first like 15 minutes that I was listening to on the way here, uh, it's very crazy that people are literally like hiding letters from the president. Yeah, that's what I heard. Like taking stuff out of like stacks, Because they're worried. They're like, he's trying to cut the the defense budget for South Korea. And that's the only thing that keeps us from having a nuclear war. Yeah. or I at heard. least, you know, so it's a really, I got to read this. Uh, or listen. So yeah, the Bob Woodward, um, fear Trump in the white house. So, um, but yeah, so it's always a bummer when you see her with Trump, but also like, yeah, she's like really like if she can save even five people's lives. Yeah. And also like just starting the awareness, like, I don't know, like it's, if she can do any good, like it's worth it for all the pings that happen to a rep. I mean, it's like, that's what she's choosing to do. And I think it's like, she doesn't have a lot of like public causes, you know, she's not like going, she's not Angelina Jolie and like, she's not doing a lot of that public facing, like do-gooding. Um, so you can tell that this means a lot to her, yeah, you I know, mean, she did say that like, you know, her thing is that if, you know, if you know someone's story get it out there, like, yeah. don't just tell it, tweet it, get videos made, like, because she was like, it just was the grace of God that, that she I saw, saw this. It. It's just what if she becomes a lawyer? Well, I mean, her dad was a very accomplished lawyer. I mean, I <laughs> believe she could be. I just think she has to get some other like you degrees yeah. first. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? She could be doing it at home while we don't see it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like 
you can't have a university come homeschool you, but Kim Kardashian, Kim Kardashian can. can. I mean, she could literally have UCLA come to or USC, yeah. which is her father's alma mater, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, she could have a professor come and she'd be like, "This year, you're not going to teach at school. You're teaching me by myself, and it would be and I'm going to pay you twice. It what? would be penny in the bucket, like Nothing to pay for like her. a full time salaried law, like She's law like, I don't, school. I can't go to class three hours." Uh, you know three hours a week uh you're gonna just do it all and like she could probably finish college in like a month yeah they i'm sure that they would like create a like a curriculum especially for her yeah I would and love- then all she has to do is like then go to law school and then pass the bar god that would be very crazy i remember when i said that i thought that rob kardashian should be yeah. a lawyer I change it. It's going to be Kim. It's going to be Kim. But what if they started a Kardashian and Kardashian? <laughs> Attorneys at law. <laughs> what if she let him be a partner? It would be a historic move for her. It would definitely, It's but this is definitely her like, it's a big angle move to double down and do this twice. Like she's yes. setting up for something larger, like directionally, I feel like. And I don't know necessarily what that is. If it is like some eventual dream to do politics too, or yeah. be like a, I think there's a ghost in my yeah, house. That light's going on and off. I noticed it earlier. Yeah. That doesn't do that. There's a ghost. It That's- could be just, going out is it the ghost of robert kardashian he's like ah my daughter will be a lawyer <laughs> Ding! robert kardashian if you're here right now blink for us blink for us oh not nope. not okay. him <laughs> no oh well we tried um all right so the okay. last bit of news before is that courtney and eunice went on a date back on they're baby. back on baby because she knows the best way to end a toxic relationship is to get back in it eight more times. <laughs> Especially when he's publicly mocked you yeah. and body shamed you and beat someone to a pulp on video. He seems rough. He's he like, I'll be honest. It's so weird how much my like opinion shifted. I was like, oh, he's just this like handsome, sweet seeming model. And now I'm like, this guy freaks me the he's fuck scary. out. He's like intense. And that, that yes. club beating video is like one of the scarier things. Scary. I hate it that you so, could be capable of that. So they went to sushi, um, a sushi spot and there were a bunch of paparazzi there. People were screaming that Eunice tipped off the paparazzi. So ah! they would see him with uh, Courtney and Courtney said fake news. Ah, Courtney. And so I guess they're back on. Maybe <gasps> she'll. Oh, the light went off again. It's it's not Robert Kardashian. It's some other ghost. Are some you other. another ghost? Who are you? Well, is there a ghost here? Turn on for yes. Blink I think it's just going out. No, <laughs> it's a cool, spooky thing it's happening. A ghost. Okay. Okay. So into this episode. Yes. All right. So what okay. do we have going on? We got the family. This is the, the family. Big, we finally get to see the family feud yes. episode, which is big. Um, and so that is like, w- w- that's big. And I want to talk about it. And then there's Courtney um, and Co- Scott. Yeah. Courtney having a freak out meltdown because Scott introduced his their children to his teenage girlfriend his teen girlfriend yes so i say we start with um courtney and scott yes there's also a wrist injury storyline that i don't care for what a weird thing (laughs) fuck off kim for kim to pretend to have a carpal tunnel i am i will tell you this i'm sure she does you know yeah of course she but like i protest that storyline i like (laughs) picket that storyline i truly wrote in my notes like are you 
fucking serious. We're not doing I this. I understand the barrel has been scraped, but you gotta work harder than that. Yes. I do not want to watch you. This I just okay. I, I was like, I I'm not gonna give this storyline yes, the time we're of day. All injuring our tendons with our phones. Oh my god, she. It was because she liked her ego. She was like. It's like when he said the thing like I should call it the Kim Kardashian in injury or whatever. Uh, yeah. And that like handsome doctor. I feel like that's when she was like, mm, this is a story. I want this to be on the show. This is how I work. Okay. Anyway. Okay. So, um, so yes, an interesting thing happens with court where we, it feels very real. We're basically. Oh yeah. It's, um, well, we, we're, MJ and, and Kim and Chris are all at Kim's photo shoot with all the blonde wigs for, for some, it was a KKW beauty thing. Yeah. I think it was the, maybe the bake, whatever, call it, yeah. the, the whatever bake Whatever, things. MJ looks fantastic she with the blonde She should have wig. that hair. She looks they so all look good. good blonde, but she yes. looks, she looks jaw dropping. I couldn't believe how good she looked. And she said she looked like Diane Keaton and she yeah, does. She looked great. Um, she could get Keanu. Yes. <laughs> um, so basically, when they're there, then like they're FaceTiming with Courtney and she's because well, Kim is like, we have to show Courtney how good we look. Yes, very. Which is nothing could be more Kim in the world. And to be like, like how sweet of Courtney to pick up. That as soon as she picks up, she's like, you guys look beautiful. <gasps> she did get a really nice compliment out before. So I was like, she must not be so mad at them right now. No. That she was like, you guys look beautiful. And then she shares. Like, she don't does, we? And then she does share because basically she's like, I can't get into it because p is here it was penelope um but we see that she's upset and then yeah then we basically learn that like um scott let the girl the kids meet sophia richie uh who's his girlfriend and that courtney is like super upset because they had had a conversation about it about their plan for that yeah, but that scott said that he did it because so the kids happened to come home while sophia was still there i want to back up and just unpack like sh- that courtney was like i can't talk about it he is here it's like that's so much scarier yes. to a child yes yes like I, oh my whatever god whatever you're doing like just <laughs> and using you as the reason like you she know, has to know that's her nickname they all call her that yeah no so it's, I, it's it's wild now, and she's really upset what do you think about scott letting the kids meet sophia i think that this was interesting for me because I think that, and actually I thought Chris had a great scene later because I've, I think it's fucked up to not have given Courtney a heads up. I think that, and I under, he was being like a good communicator and I understood his point Mm -hmm. that he was like, I under, he was, he was basically saying like, yes, we made a plan and also life happens. Yes. And so I am trying my best. Like, and I under, I I like understood his reasoning. It didn't Mm -hmm. sound intentional or malicious and it didn't sound like it was like, oh yeah, we all went on a trip together. Oh yeah. Well, I took them, she took them to Disneyland. Like an interaction happened. And I, but I also thought that, Chris made a really good point where she was like, I know what this feels like. And as a mother, it's just, it's really hard to let, like let go and have your kid at their dad's place. And like, it's, I thought Chris did a really nice job of like trying to help him have empathy for like, as the mom, what that, how it is in her, at least in her opinion, that it's like, it's different. And also like, just have empathy for her. Don't be mad at her. Yeah. I, I agree with that. 
On the flip side, I think that Courtney had already let the kids meet Eunice. Yeah, that was a big piece literally of Literally a maniac who beat the shit out of someone behind a house. That's a key differentiator. And if he's you, a man. And if you've done the thing, you it's pretty and not, you're not acknowledging it. But like I I I hate to be sexist, but I think it's actually like way scarier to have my children meet my husband's I mean my wife my ex partner's like 24 year old male aggressive model yeah who like I don't know I think that's scarier than like I not that women can Some also babysitter sexu- <laughs> women can also like sexually abuse kids and yeah. like abuse them but I think a 19 year old girl is probably way less likely yeah. like and something about it is less actually scary not that anyone's doing that, but I just like I always would be like about anyone new. Yeah, it just seems sort of like they both are dating it, inappropriate children, people. and so They're to both me, dating highly inappropriate people. Yeah, and so to me, it's like I think that I think Scott fucked up and could have given her a heads up, yes. and I think Courtney was not acknowledging that like she did the same thing, and I that's an undeniable standard. She was just hurt, because but I think yeah. Yeah, I think she was just really hurt because it made it feel real to her. Yeah, and I think that she she articulated it well, I thought, by saying, like, she's becoming so much more verbal and yes. articulate. It's really profound to me how much this has become, like, a PSA for therapy. Yeah. Th- this show and this family, which has been so anti-therapy, is, like, making the case for therapy. But it's so funny because it's a long journey. Yes. Like, at first, when people start going to therapy, you're like, what? all of a sudden this person is such an asshole and calling me on every little thing from a million years ago yeah. and they are needling me constantly. But then over when you're around someone who's been in therapy for a longer time, then it's not so much of that. But new therapy patients are really tough. hard to take because they have started to drastically change. Yes. And you haven't. And it's a lot of verbalizing and a yeah. lot of like proselytizing. I think that's the word because it's like, they're they're doing the work yeah. but it's like a lot of the times it can feel like at your expense and so i do think that's what we're watching everyone in courtney's life right now is yeah. sort of exhausted by her yeah and they don't and they are miles away from like the i mean even when she was trying to say when she was like it's so funny couples therapy is so weird like you can only say this and you can't say it that way and i was like yeah dog like what she was describing was like basic language of empathy you know and not being an asshole and she was like isn't it crazy you can't say you did this you did this you have to be like i'm guessing i think and she is so i felt as if i felt as if it seemed to me like and i was like oh they do not have any communicative language yeah but, like, I, but in the way that like her journey is long yeah. and that so to, for her to be like at this point where she's able to express like that really hurt. I'm uh, like, I'm scared for my kids and the change that they're going through right now. Like that's a lot of express yeah. expression that like I'm proud of her for <laughs> as I will a person say, who loves therapy. I hate how her mother is about all of this. What? I don't care, mom, if Scott has a valid point. When I'm around, you will tell me you are on my side and that you hate anyone who harms me. I will tell you this. I we have we know over a zillion years, Scott and Chris's relationship is 100 percent inappropriate to me. But like in the sense that it is just like a super fucked up boundary that she should that she is okay with. And I think it's like if my ex 
husband, ex-boyfriend, the father of my children, w- called my mother because of a fight mm. that we got in about our the like essentially custody and no, like no, 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 our no, no, new no. partners. And no, she no, no, took no, no, his no, no, side. No, 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 no. I would lose my goddamn mind. And I know that we like live in this weird world with them where they're it's it's tale as old as yeah. time. But I was like, when he called her and was like, also, what's wrong with him? Can I just tell you, Marilyn Jarrow's biggest. Um, flaw and greatest trait is that she will hate someone so fiercely for you yes that's what you're supposed to do it will be but it will it will bite you in the ass eventually because you'll start to feel normal about someone and she'll still hate them like she's like like, no but she will so fiercely hate someone on your behalf that i would never worry about my mother going behind my back and telling someone something that i did wrong Marilyn's not doing that it's just a bizarre notion to me that you would not be like that Chris and Scott can find that normal and that they're like, yes, this is who I should call because I'm upset with my ex-partner is her mother no it's so i mean rough. i guess it's because he has no parents yeah i mean i think we've we learned in the that longer like, and i think it will be good for them like yeah. i can see courtney and scott not being together in their 50s and having a truly happy relationship with yeah each other. and that they go to couples therapy together i think is a cool i think that's a cool move and that they're like trying to work on the language and how to co-parent and like i think that shit sounds really hard and that they're like acknowledging that it's a transition and that it's hard like i wrote in my notes like this is like two people who are bad listeners working hard at communicating. Yeah. Like they are both really bad listeners. Like they 100% do not like hear the other person, acknowledge the other person, then respond. They wait for the other one to talk and then start saying their point. And like, but they're also trying yeah. way more than they did. So that storyline I thought was really interesting. It seemed like they resolved it and yeah. that they are like moving forward. Also, I did think it was interesting. They never said Sophia's name. They only ever said her, she, the girlfriend. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I wonder if they'll ever say her name. I'm sure. They haven't. At They're, some point. I just was like, when, huh. when she starts coming on camera. No, she'll never be allowed she'll on never. camera. I think she's, I was like, oh, she'll she, never be they allowed. hate her ass. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if they hate her, but like, she'll never be on camera like Jonas will never be on camera. Yeah. Like, um, so now we're moving on to Family Feud. Yeah. So very first scene, um, Cordy is such a little bit. She's like, I don't know why you would want to go do Family Feud on a Saturday. <laughs> how do you want to spend and your Saturday? Is that how you want to? There's only so many Saturdays until we die. It's like, okay, granted, it's not that much money for Children's Hospital because they could all, all of their appearance fees alone <laughs> for how much like 10 grand to children's hospital that's truly nothing no. for what each of them could donate an hour of their time yes. financially yeah but whatever it was fun kanye wanted to do it yes it was like oh i courtney was such a hater about yeah. the whole thing it was making me laugh and like then, just how openly she didn't give a fuck yeah just also like the mockery of it it's just like get so I think like the whole thing was she was never going to be there and maybe they were arguing with her the whole time about yeah, being there. Yeah, I bet. Because like the whole Chebin thing didn't ring true to me. It was very odd. Um, but yeah, we basically get this weird thing where they're suddenly, they need somebody. 
This got kind of, I, I didn't, didn't track it that it. well. Yeah, they like seemed I, like they were suddenly not able, they were, so they call him and I laughed very hard because he was in Miami at a Guy Fieri burger event. Well, I looked Mariah's recap on the cut and that happened long after. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was not even in the same month. Of course. They filmed it before. Why would they not just do their math? That is so easy to check. Well, I think it's because they are like, oh, most people won't right. do their research and they needed it for the storyline. I don't know why Jonathan was called in last minute. It must have been because he really wanted to be on. That would be my guess. That's my guess. And that MJ was like, well, I want to be on too. And they were like, well, she might be sick. Yeah. Because Kendall was originally supposed to be the fill-in for Courtney, right? Yes. So they already had too many people. Yes. So it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it, track. It's it's a jumble. And they were like, wanted us to understand it so well. But I was like, but I don't get it. I really did love Kanye being like, I love Jonathan and all, but nah, he's not on my team. Yeah. Also, anytime I see Kanye with any of those older women kissing them and like talking greeting to Cece, them, hugging Cece, it makes my heart just feel so light. What an what a funny world. That Kanye whole, with any older woman, he is so sweet. It's really with sweet. Them. He's. It's really odd that that guy can also just seem so normal. Yeah, he's a a real like. I, I bet he's a real pain in the ass and yeah. like just says the dumbest shit. But he's got a great big heart, and he loves those older ladies. He does. This, the whole backstage at Family Feud. They, I do like that they it felt really real yeah. and that it was like so there's basically like kind of it was technically hijinks but it was very genuine because it was basically them like running from dressing room to dressing room and giving it on each other of who was going to tell either MJ or Chebin to, how rude of them to even consider not letting MJ go on the air I didn't really understand like maybe I would just got distracted but it was like basically there was this first piece where like Cece told Chris or no, Cece it's yeah. all fake though so it doesn't matter right but it was like M was MJ mad and nobody seemed no, to be able Cece to was like I can tell MJ <laughs> really wants this <laughs> everybody was like tiptoeing around and then MJ the, was like I really don't give a shit you guys it was such a to do and uh, Kanye was like I don't really care man I don't care but I'm, I'm not cutting my cousins he's like, get on tv he's like this is the first time my cousins jonathan's on tv every week i was so glad he pointed that out he was like they're excited they've never been on tv he gets to be on tv all the time he's like no nah, i like him but not that much yeah and then to watch steve harvey be like i'm gonna kim what's the problem oh my god steve kim, harvey what is the problem steve harvey he was saves so, the day he was so serious you could tell he wasn't like having any like he no. wasn't giggly about it he's a but he was like man. whatever i have to do because this will be the most watched episode yes. I have ever had. Yes. Whatever I have to do, I will make it happen. A hundred percent. He's like, I am in LA now. I'm getting in good with this family. I don't care. My executive producer will handle this. He doesn't she care. will figure out a solution. And the solution is it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we'll, here's the solution. We'll change the show for you. It's fine. <laughs> I was, you know, uh, we Googled him once. Because uh, it's like, God, this guy's a lot of shows. This guy's really working. He his net worth is a hundred million. That's nothing compared to them. I mean, but for like that, I that's amazing to me. That's compared just to them, one of their hundred million. I know, but like I, Steve Harvey is like a he's like has an yeah, empire. Of he shows. really is. He's like a Seacrest. You know what? Think like a man. Oh. Act like a woman. <laughs> oh God. Um, yeah, he really comes in and saves the day, and it's very funny. Corey's like, we solved it, and it's like Corey. 
I don't know that you had a lot to do with he it. He just wanted to get his under five in for the episode. <laughs> uh, and then Kendall also in this episode was so funny because yeah, she's so likable. She is likable. And then was that it? I think that's it. Turns out Kendall's really good. Um, to everyone's surprise, Kim and Kanye were terrible, but they let them they win. They blamed it on the cousin, who wasn't great, but like yeah, Kim, wait, Kim really did sell them. She out. flat out was like, "We I'm, got, we got tanked by the cousin." I forget how she said it, but she like fully was like, "Yeah, Kanye's cousin blew it," and it was like, <laughs> "Dog, that's not nice." That was so funny. But yeah, it was. I, I mean, it was. Well, fun. she might have been mad at that. Oh yeah, that one cousin, the architect. Yes, he was really bad. He was bad. He was really. Bad. <laughs> he was really bad. <laughs> <gasps> Kanye uh, didn't care. He was so happy. Yeah, fun. Um, no, it was just like a genuinely fun. Uh, I was glad that they made like a little story out of that. It was yeah. like one of those things that like it paid off to have the cameras there. And yeah, watching uh, big old Steve Harvey weighing in. This was a very like kind of light and boring episode though yeah yes i know yeah. i had the same thing where i was like it was like a, a lot happened but i had the feeling of like i chewed on a bunch of food and never got full I'm ready for kylie yeah are you ready for I'm, kylie i'm very ready i'm very ready and it will it, it will happen yes i mean and we're, she will come to us oh my god i can't wait um also pictures of chicago <gasps> and true this week the babies are getting so cute. One Chicago is like one of the most beautiful. I think she stole the crown from those Jolie Pitt kids, which to me have been the most beautiful babies in human human history. So Chicago's like, but you can tell she's like a princess beautiful, and True is this big thunder thigh. Yes, yes. Just gonna be a four hundred pound baby. <laughs> so cute i want to bite every part of her i'm happy she just has jowls yes. oh my god i love her and i gotta say I, there is something like they are all such like they all seem like really happy moms and it makes me happy for them um and chloe particularly like in her videos it's true it is like it is to me like palpable yeah. like how happy and joyful she is and well, it's she's like, loved everyone's babies yes so. she's been so in there with all the kids Ugh, it it's, was it makes me very happy you know for what her. no matter what's going on with her what she interests in like that baby I'm, whatever it is It'll be good in the long run. She's happy. She She's got happy. She loves her. But yeah, it, uh, I could look at those babies forever. So cute. so cute. Oh, I want to. Oh, God. I know what. Yesterday at work, one of my coworkers showed me a video of a four year old's birthday party. Um, they it was a frozen theme video uh, party. OK. And it's a little four year old boy who's dressed up as Elsa uh, and like the blue dress and everything. <gasps> and he sings uh, Let It Go. Uh, and it's so funny because uh at first he's a little quiet and then he like when it chorus picks up he really like starts shimming his shoulder <gasps> and he is four so he's a little guy yeah and he's blonde and just so cute and oh my god and then uh, some uh, everyone else because when let it go comes on we all start singing it right sing. and he goes no no he, he puts his finger up it's just no no don't sing along and then goes back <laughs> into the song <laughs> and it truly after like years of like post babysitting uh ptsd i was like i don't want children i'm over it no thank you but this little boy this i was boy like did it what if i could have a little like oh. non-binary baby oh boy? my god there's another video that reminds me that's funny that it's also let it go there's a video that's now maybe like a year old or something where Adina Menzel is doing like a performance at it maybe a school or something mm -hmm. where there's like a bunch of children and she like hands the mic to this boy 
I think to just like chime in on a poor, like, you know, yeah, you take this part and he has like is an insane singer and her face is like, okay. Yeah, and I've she, seen that one and too. She gives, I mean, it was like, you know, oh that's my like, God. Ugh. But this little boy, he was so into it and the shimmying and then he started moving around the stage he started doing some stage work oh you gotta send it and to i me. was like well i don't have it but uh <sighs> uh it was like a video on their phone oh, 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 um, oh but i was like is that kid annoying in person or like cool and they're like no he's so engaged and so like <gasps> hi good to see you guys like just like the coolest kid and i was uh, like no i think i want him now we'll have that kid I want that kid. <laughs> um, what else? We got anything else? That's it. We're, I think we did it. We did it. Guys, we release new episodes every Wednesday. Uh, why don't you do us a favor? Go on over to whatever listening app you use. Subscribe, rate, review. And please send us emails of corrections, comments, yes. Kardashian run-ins to Kardashianit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Goodbye. Aw, yeah. When you hear a beat like that and you're listening to a Campfire Media podcast, you know you are listening to Dope Town 3000. Dope Town 3000, a nonstop hip-hop improv team bringing you a podcast. And what happens on that podcast? We bring on a guest. They tell a dope story. And we turn that dope story into a dope one-act radio play full of sounds, beats, and dopeness. Check it out on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are heard. Campfire.